The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to our number one of the podcast as we bloviate the podcast day away. And this hour, dedicated to that classic Monday Night Football game. Well, it was classic if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan. The better story, though, is the losing locker room where the Chiefs took the Ravens' lunch money. Lamar Jackson, I explain why he is a vampire type of player in the NFL. I also compare him to an NBA player as well, someone that's given me a lot of heartburn in recent times. It's all coming your way here in our number one of the podcast. Have a great day. Thank you. Subscribe to the podcast. Five stars. And here it is. Somebody call the authorities. That was a bludgeoning in the Monday Night Football game. Welcome in the beginning. Of the Ben Maller Show, we are in the air everywhere, coast to coast, border to border and beyond as we broadcast on the vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating from inside the magic radio box. I'm glad you have chosen to spend some time with us in our NFL lead. Rather obvious, sometimes you come in, you don't know what the heck. To talk about, this is not one of those days. This is not one of those days. Our top story in the NFL comes from the land of crab cakes and bad baseball, Baltimore, Maryland, where the Kansas City Chiefs, the road team, led by Patrick Mahomes. Man, was he amazing. 385 yards. He had four touchdowns to lead the Chiefs to a dominating win. This was a domination situation over the Ravens. In the Monday night game. So the Chiefs, the defending champs, improved to 3-0. They didn't play all that well against the Chargers. They made up for that, overcompensating in this game. In Baltimore, they dropped to 2-1. and They had a 14-game regular season winning streak come to a halt. But the better story is in that locker room, the Baltimore Ravens locker room, because that is the losing locker room. So let us discuss now, what do you make of... Lamar Jackson, let's just cut to the chase here. We'll, we don't have to beat around the bush. Lamar Jackson's performance against the Chiefs, to say it was substandard, is doing a disservice to the word substandard. I've got the show pony, Snoopy, and the oil painting. And we will tie all of these things together 
and we will do a marginal Maller monologue. Now, A, let's begin with Lamar Jackson, who had an opportunity. Now, he's still a young guy. He's early in his career. He's finding his way. He's already won an MVP. But this was an opportunity to rewrite the story about Lamar Jackson. The story on Lamar Jackson, paper, tiger, that's the story. Right, this guy against the Cleveland Browns and the bad teams of football is Adonis. He's a god. And then he's the tin man when he plays the better teams. Now, in this game, he had an opportunity, and he not only played the game, he failed spectacularly. Now, the Chiefs, I do not believe, have a top-notch defense. I think they have a good defense, but not a great defense. The Chiefs' defense feasted on the many weak of Lamar Jackson, and while considered a contemporary, and rightfully so, an equal to Patrick Mahomes, these guys are as different as night and day. And all you have to do is look at the, the game box score, but it it really isn't even as, as telling as it was in the first half. The game was over at halftime. Now, we'll get to that in a second, but Lamar Jackson completed a little over 50% of his passes, For less than 100 yards, he averaged 3.5 yards per pass attempt. Not per run attempt, but running he was averaging, uh, I think it was like nine yards a rush or something like that. He was very effective running, although he didn't run that much. He had 83 yards on nine carries, but uh, 3.5 yards per pass. He was sacked four times, including a couple of back-breaking sacks, back-to-back plays for Baltimore. And he ends up with a passer rating of 73.1. He also had two fumbles, including one of the fumbles, which he lost. So, again, better running than throwing. That's been the knock on Lamar Jackson. When the things get tight down against the better teams in the playoffs, for example, or in this case against a good regular season opponent, well, he's he's nowhere to be seen. So this was a, say it with me now, disheartening disheartening reality check for John Harbaugh and the, the 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 big guys there in Baltimore because Lamar Jackson he sucked at a time you cannot suck so you, if you are one of these people that are in denial and say no 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 it's not his fault it's the offensive line's fault it's the receiver's fault it's this guy's fault that guy's fault stop accountability try it open your eyes Lamar Jackson until proven otherwise, is the NFL's PG-13. He is Paul George. That is what Lamar Jackson is. He's a great ball player against bad opponents who becomes a vampire at the key moments, right? When exposed to sunlight or good teams slash playoffs, said player vanishes. And, hey, I just call it like it is. It's depressing if you're a Baltimore fan. It's depressing. Because very rarely, when a player establishes that as their reputation, does said player change that reputation. It does happen once in a blue moon, but it is a very rare occurrence when that happens. And the the other thing, which is all tied together with Paul, my analysis that he's the Paul George of football, Lamar Jackson, he's a show pony. Right? He is a classical front runner. And the evidence on that, you've got the eyeball test and also the stats. The stats tell you that as well. Uh, Lamar Jackson is now 0-5 in games where his team has trailed by 10 or more points. So they have, he have been completely unable to lead the Ravens back in his brief NFL career when trailing by 10 or more points. There are reasons for that. Uh, the Ravens also the only team in the NFL without a single win when trailing after halftime in that span since Lamar took over. So, hey, listen, when he's got the lead, there is no quarterback I would rather have in the entire NFL than Lamar Jackson nursing a lead, right? Nurse the baby, rock the baby, rock the baby. That Lamar's good at that. The problem is you're not going to be leading every game. You're going to have to occasionally dig yourself out with your shovel and dig yourself out of the hole with, with a lead. Given Lamar Jackson a lead, this guy is a flamethrower. He's a flamethrower. But the moment you're down by 10 points or more, he's a wet box of matches. That's what he becomes. Right? The tables are turned, and you got to dig yourself out of the hole. The walls start caving in. And he looked like a guy in this game that should be selling commercial real estate 
is what he looked like. Uh, that was playoff Lamar. We hear about playoff PG-13, playoff Paul, playoff P. Uh, that's the football version. Now, in the playoffs, if you've forgotten, he's had two playoff games, Lamar Jackson, 0-2. He's completed about 50% of his passes for a passer rating of close to 70. Where do I where do I uh, sense those numbers? Those are the same numbers he's, he had against the Chiefs, although his yards per pass fattened up in garbage time of those playoff games. But he's got four fumbles in two playoff games and three interceptions. And the stat many people are pointing out, Lamar Jackson is 21-1 and as a starter in his NFL career against everyone except Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, where he is 0-3 against them. Now, part B of this Maller monologue, the Chiefs and Ravens are both going to win a ton of regular season games. And I'm not saying you sell your stock in the Ravens. That's not the point of this little exercise. The Monday night football game was a placement test to see how you match up toe-to-toe, shoulder-to-shoulder, eye-to-eye, and we know what happened. This was the epitome of a message in a bottle by Kansas City. The Chiefs had 29 first downs. They had 13 attempts on third down. They converted 10 of them. That's a 77% conversion rate on third down. They racked up 517 yards. Of offense. You want me to go on? The Ravens had 228. Andy Reid dressed up. Now he had that dopey mask on again, the, the, the clear mask, which I think is the way to go. If you got to wear a mask, if they're going to force you, Big Brother's going to force you to wear a mask on the sidelines in an NFL game, which is dopey anyway, because of all the testing that's being done. But if they're going to force you to do that for virtue signaling, I do recommend the Andy Reid clear mask. That's a good that's a better mask than these other masks the coaches are wearing. But Andy Reid dressed up as like Snoopy the flying ace. And he took his little small prop plane up and he did some skywriting and he wrote in the sky above the stadium in Baltimore, which is odd because it was a night game. He wrote, We are the grown-ups of the NFL. Go back to the kitty table, Ravens. Signed Andy Reid. Just like that. It was a methodical, thorough neutering of the Ravens' mojo and gusto and all that stuff. And no matter how many wins Baltimore gets, they still have this in the back of their head. They were unable to stem the tide, unable to do it. And while they did come back in the second half and briefly get within one score, even that, even that was a humiliation situation because it was just a case of Kansas City who was just kind of going through the motions there. They needed a wake-up call. And they were toying with the Ravens. Right? They threw, when the when the Ravens got within a touchdown, if you saw the game, you know what I'm talking about, the Ravens, they thought, we're right back in the game. The Chiefs go down, and they throw a touchdown pass to a fat guy. Fat guy touchdown. 6'7", 300-pound offensive lineman Eric Fisher. Fat guy touchdown. Number 72 in your program. Number one in your heart. All right, last word. So on the Chiefs side of the ledger, we're not going to make this all about the Ravens, it was rainbows and lollipops. When the high-octane offense is a clicking, it's like a fine oil painting. It's poetry in motion is what it is. Now, outside of injury, Kansas City is going to have a tiptoe through the tulips during the regular season and the, the postseason. They're talking about having a home field advantage situation. We haven't seen a repeat champ since the Patriots of the first decade of the 2000s. It's been a while. The Chiefs, uh, not that they're guaranteed anything. They're certainly not. There's a lot of a lot of time, a lot of real estate to navigate your way through. You've got to be swashbuckling with your machete to get through this. Uh, but outside of snap, crackle, pop, right? Snap, crackle, pop. Uh, the other concern would be overconfidence, cockiness, the self-inflicted wounds of complacency. Uh, But Patrick Mahomes, man, did he ever put on a passing clinic with wild abandon out there in the field, flexing and strutting around and treating the Ravens' defense like a ball of Play-Doh and a child just manipulating the ball of Play-Doh. It was as easy as whatever you you wanted to do, he could essentially do for – most of that game. Now, the third quarter, they didn't do much of anything, but the rest of that game, it was however he wanted it. We make it your way, which I think is a slogan from a fast food restaurant. Mahomes, back in the day, uh, Mahomes essentially came out and said, he said, good, good afternoon, 
good evening, and then he said good night to the Ravens defense. Uh, and Mahomes is now 10-0 and in September in his career. 32 passing touchdowns, no interceptions, and he has a passer rating of about 125 in the month of September. He's Mr. September. He's Mr. September. And Patrick Mahomes has used that arm and the Grover-sounding voice that he has to become the new pitchman of all kinds of crapola that he is trying to sell you on television and radio and you name it. He's got it all covered. All right, now we do have some of the reaction from the post game. the better story, as we have pointed out, in the losing locker room. Let's hear from John Harbaugh, who just admitted the obvious. He admitted the Komodo dragon in the middle of the Ravens locker room. Well, obviously, we haven't beaten them, so you know they uh, they've outplayed us in all three games. If you want to go back for three years, so but we didn't play well today. They beat us. They out, they out executed us. They out game planned us. They they just beat us. So that's 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 the story tonight. Uh, big picture stuff, all that. I don't know. They're better. Obviously, they're a better football team at this point in time. So yeah. you win or you learn, and we have a lot to learn from this game right here. Hey, full disclosure, I love that. No BS, no bull crap about this guy was out and we were sluggish. And no, John Harbaugh just can't. That's exactly what happened. He rarely do we have a soundbite of someone that actually speaks the truth. John Harbaugh, shocking. He didn't give some bull crap political answer. He spoke the truth. That's called job security, is what that is. All right, here's one more. Lamar Jackson, your team. With you as quarterback is 0-3 against the Chiefs. Why is that, Lamar? Explain it to me. We always start cranking up at the wrong time. We got to come in and finish how we start. Like We always go opposite, I guess, against them for some reason. We just got to tighten up and play better, that's all. See, that's kind of excuse-making. See, see John, what John Harbaugh said was good. I liked what John Harbaugh Lamar Jackson, ah, let me go to my list of sports cliche excuses. We just got to tighten things up. Like, I don't know, the entire first half of the game when you were completely useless? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There is nothing more powerful than the unified voice of the Maller Militia. Get the most out of the Ben Maller Show by following your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Hey, Amanda, what's up? <laughs> and now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Double O Mexican writes and he says, I give that Maller monologue a 7.5. I assume out of 10, Lamar with no wins when trailing by 10 or more points. Coincidence? I think not. Robin Vegas points out, I would like to thank the Baltimore Ravens for showing up tonight, especially in the first half. Thankfully, there was a more entertaining game going on. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning on winning Lord Stanley Cup. Excellent execution by the NHL in bubble didn't you rob in vegas you told me that the knights the golden knights were going to win what happened you said that you lied to me don't lie to me like that larger than life writes in spot on monologue however did i hear uh neutering said uh was this in your subconscious or intentional uh no comment on that larger than life. Terry in England writes in another award-winning monologue band. Lamar Jackson is a mid-level quarterback at best, he says. He'll end up a high-level backup like Fitz Magic once he gets injured. Well, that would be a, a good run if, if Lamar Jackson can play. Ryan Fitzpatrick's in his late 30s now, and he's still hanging around. Mr. Luciano writes in, says A-plus monologue Ben. Uh, Mahomes played great. Finally, another game that went over and made me some more money. That's true. Well, the Ravens, the way they were going on offense, I did not think that game was going to go over because things slowed down in the third quarter for a stretch, but you did get the over. Chris in Houston says, did I hear you correctly? Did you say you're the the, the man with a, a thousand excuses actually used the word accountability? Chris, I am very accountable. On this radio show, 100%. Chet in San Diego, call. he writes in, he says, I'm calling a big shot AFC championship game, Chiefs versus Patriots. Of course, we should point out that Chet is originally from Boston. He's got roots in Boston, so he is uh, has allegiance to the Patriots. Screaming Possum writes in and says, Drop the cliche, Maller, that Lamar Jackson is comparable to Patrick Mahomes. You're better than that. As a host, Lamar doesn't deserve to even be mentioned in the same breath as number 15. He is light years behind in talent. I'd rather have Big Ben on my roster right now than Lamar Jackson. That's a screaming possum who lives in Kansas City. Well, here's the deal. No one busted the balls of Lamar Jackson more than I did when I I did several rants about he was a sideshow and I pointed all these things out. Uh, He was a a fraud, essentially, and a gimmick quarterback. And then he went out and won the MVP award. So based on that, MVP award and the fact, you know, look at how how long he's been starting, only a couple years he's won an MVP award. Mahomes has only been starting for a couple years, won an MVP award. They are comparable. 
Now, not in the playoffs. They're not comparable. Uh, but they are comparable. They are comparable. So, uh, Arik in Minnesota writes in and says, Good evening, Mallor. It's actually good night, I think. I don't know. It's late at night. It's the middle of the night. Who the hell knows what to say? I know you don't give sh- uh, shout-outs, or he says shutouts. But yesterday was the great Lavelle Neal's birthday. His Bears are 3-0 and and tied with the pack in the north, and he gets to cover the Twins, not against the Yankees. Well, that's right. Our friend Lavelle, who's a, a big... Uh, Big rider in Minnesota. What are you? What are you breathing into the microphone? Who? This, he covers the Minnesota Twins for the Star Tribune and Major League Baseball in general, and he likes our show. He's apparently a night owl. He's up late at night a lot. And I, boy, that's a tough life as a baseball beat guy. Not quite as tough now because you can't go to the locker room. You don't have access to actually interview the players anymore because of COVID. And, uh, and and all that. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the phones. The people would like to speak. And uh, where shall we go? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Pick a caller by their name. Uh, let's say hello to Tammy in Montana. Hello, Tammy. Hello, Ben. I am. I think your monologue was a plus. Um, I, you know, I'm a Broncos girl, but I love watching Patrick Mahomes, and I'm very jealous that he's in Kansas. But um, you're always spot on with um, your comments about, you know, Lamar Jackson. You, you are Nostradamus or Nostradamus, I should say. Sorry. Well, I'm um, a friend of I'm a friend of Nostradamus, but I am a distant relative of the great Nostradamus. Who? Yes, you are. You are. Thank you. So, Appreciate that. I wanted to say, you know, um, I don't think you guys hear it enough, especially after last night at the end of the show, what happened. Um, the show is great, and I think most of us really appreciate uh, you letting us get on the air and say our words and make our comments and stuff. And uh, I do appreciate what you said last night about Cowboy. I think he went way over the line, and um, I know it was probably difficult for you to do that, but it was it was necessary. He's been calling people Uncle Tom and stuff like that. So I think he has crossed the line. But I wanted yeah. to let you know that, Ben. All I right. Well, well, thank you, Tammy. No, I listen. Uh, appreciate that. It happens. Uh, Cowboy. Uh, I've, Cowboy's been with us a long time. I assume he will continue to call the show. Um but you, you just don't have a free reign to say whatever you want and just you know, f- dropping haymakers that are just bullcrap, which I seem I seems to be the word of the, the show so far, but just enough is enough. All right, so one-way ticket out of town. And Thursday night, they have figured out a way to drum up excitement for a matchup of the 0-3 Broncos and the 0-3 Jets. Did you see this? What? It is being widely reported that if the Jets take it on the chin against the Broncos, Adam Gase will walk the plank, and he's Dunsky's Heads will roll if the Jets lose on Thursday night. Now, Adam Gase was asked about how he's handling the speculation, the criticism, and the fact that many believe he is dead man coaching. He's on borrowed time heading into Thursday he said, quote, this is the NFL. We're 0-3 right now. We haven't played well. We have to improve quickly. My job is blah, 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 blah. So he just rattled off a bunch of platitudes, and that's how he did it. And Adam Gase is proof in life it is more important who you know than what you know. He happened to be in the right place at the right time when Peyton Manning was getting the good stuff from the Geyer Clinic out of Indianapolis and was just lighting up the scoreboard, and Adam Gase hitched his wagon to Peyton Manning, and Peyton Manning was the great advocate, right? He was the great cheerleader for Adam Gase, and he called up glowing recommendations about how wonderful a football mind Adam Gase was, crazy eyes, and he got the Dolphin job and sucked. And then he went to the to the Jets because Peyton Manning called the the Johnson and Johnson family that owns the Jets and sold Adam Gase, sang the praises of Adam Gase, what a great coach he was, blah, 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 blah. And so now here's the question. Adam Gase is going to get fired. Whether he gets fired Thursday night after the game, this weekend, or next year, or at the end of the year, 
He's going to lose his job as coach of the Jets. Let's say Peyton Manning calls up another team. Let's say the Texans fire Bill O'Brien. And Peyton says, hey, I got just the guy. I got this guy. Oh, my God. Adam Gase gives him a Manny and a Petty on the phone. Does an owner listen? Does Adam Gase get another opportunity to destroy a, a, a football? No, the Jets were bad anyway before he got there, but my goodness. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here 
both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back to the NFL, Ben. Did you see the Houston Texans are apparently on the verge of bringing in safety Earl Thomas uh, and signing him to a deal? They brought him in for a workout. Well, that's apparently- good for Earl. It wasn't when he had the threesome, wasn't that in Houston? Right, was or they're somewhere in Texas, right? He's from Man, Texas. Stuff like this happens, bro. Yeah, remember it was in Texas where he and his brother had All brotherly right. love there. Yeah. Uh, I'll take your word for it. I don't remember where it took was place. It, I was do it remember in Austin what happened. But, it was somewhere uh, yeah. in Texas. Yeah. Okay. Well, it looks yeah, like he's yeah. going back to have some more fun. Of course, he was with the Seahawks, and then that didn't work out. He flipped off the sidelines, and then he was in Baltimore, and he punched a teammate in the face. And they, well, that's uh, the great listen. That, that was the greatest single exit in the history of the NFL. When when he got injured and he's on the cart, double birds to Pete Carroll. Double birds to Pete Carroll as he's being carted off. His final moment as a Seattle Seahawk. Now, I believe Earl Thomas is done as a player, but how about the fact that he picked his hometown area, his home area, the, uh, the Texans, rather than go... To you, you look at the Seahawks who needed help in their secondary. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I, I, yeah. I actually heard people talking about, could he go back to Seattle? Yeah. I'm like, are you crazy? There's no, no way he's going well, back Well, and Seattle. also even the, even the Cowboys, though. The Cowboys need, based on what they did the other day against Seattle, and they were helpless against Russell Wilson. They need some help in the secondary also. But he chose the 0-3 Texans. Good luck. All right, thank you for that, Eddie. It is the Ben Maller Show as we press on further and further into the overnight hours. So you got to have some fire in your belly. And we go back to the Monday night game. If you're watching the Monday night football game, one of the moments of the game that went, I don't know that viral is the right term, but it got a lot of attention. The Chiefs offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, who was... I think he was spitting mad, but he was wearing a mask. He was wearing a mask, and he walked down the bench as the Chiefs offense was sitting on the bench and was just screaming, I imagine, profanity at every single one of the Chiefs offensive players, uh, calling them out. He got so worked up as he was walking down the bench, the enemy, that he lost his little play sheet. Well, his headphones came off. I think he held on to the play sheet, but his headphones came off. And uh, and it was great. I mean, he got highlighted on the TV broadcast. That's what I want from coaches. I'm not a Chiefs fan. I got no skin in the game. But that's what I want. The Chiefs led up in the third quarter of that game. They did not have the same laser-like focus you have to have. And so, Eric Bieniemy, you got to wake up your team. I wish uh, the Clippers had a guy like that that could have woken up the Clippers when they were sleepwalking after they built up big leads, but they didn't have an Eric Bieniemy. Maybe Bieniemy should be the next coach of the Clippers because Doc Rivers, whatever he was doing, he was he was giving them sleeping pills and and pushing them further and further into the abyss is what he was doing. All right. Now, meanwhile, I meant, we mentioned Pete Carroll. There is a story that caught my attention. So Pete Carroll did his radio show in Seattle. I forget what station in Seattle, not the station we're on. Uh, And he was asked about that DK Metcalf play. Now, you remember DK Metcalf had the famous, it happens at least once a season, sometimes twice a season, where he's running for a touchdown and he starts letting up a little bit inside the five-yard line and then the defensive player comes up from behind and knocks the ball out and it goes out of the end zone for a touchback. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, that happened to DK Metcalf. Now, that's... That's a, a fertilizer rule. I do not like that rule. I don't know anyone that likes that rule. I think this is a silly rule. But that's the rule. Those are the NFL rules. They haven't changed it. Many people have said they should change it. So DK Metcalf did this, and Pete Carroll was asked when he popped up on the radio uh, what he was going to say to DK Metcalf. And Pete Carroll responded by saying, not much needed to be said. Not much need to be said after the fumble. I don't think that's ever going to happen again to any of us. Close quote, Pete Carroll. All right, now I'm going to tell you why Pete Carroll's wrong. Because my entire time as a fan of football, this happens, again, sporadically. It's not all the time, but it happens a couple of times during the course of a season. So to say it's not going to happen because you know, to any of us, I don't think it'll ever happen again, well, it's already happened. It happened. Remember, was it uh, Deshaun Jackson, the anti-Semite guy from the Eagles? He had that happen to him years ago. Uh, we've seen 
the most famous was Leon Lett of the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, and he had it happen. That was back in, what, the 90s? And so here we are 30-something years later or whatever it is, uh, well, 25 years later, let's say, and uh, it still, still sporadically happens. So you might want to say, hey, uh, Coach, you might want to remind your players from time to time, Coach Kerr. I'm just pointing out. You might want to remind your players from time to time. Uh, you know, maybe uh, keep keep it on the down low. All right, let's go to the phones. 877-99 on Fox, if you'd like to be part. 877-996-6369. Also available on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. My board is being refreshed right now, so I'm waiting for my board to be uh, refreshed. And then we will go back to the phones. Uh, let's see, a lot of reaction to Tammy's phone call. People upset, screaming possum, says, tell Tammy, the Chiefs are from Missouri. Uh, they're not from from Kansas. Well, they are on the on the border there. Right? They are. It's, that's like a border thing. You could live in Kansas City, Kansas, and play for the Kansas City Chiefs. There, there's not like a giant moat between Kansas and Missouri where you have to. You can you only you're only on that side. Uh, let's go to Dell, who's in Lost Wages, Nevada. Hello, Dell. Well. First, great to see. Uh, great to talk to you. I don't. I don't bet on games, so I don't lose wages. Um, <laughs> you don't. Bet, do you're wanna... in Vegas, and you don't bet on games, really? No, no, oh, I, I can't man. bet on games, man. I mean, like you said, it's lost wages. Well, that's why they call it, of course, lost wages, Nevada. Yeah, clearly, uh, yes. But uh, exactly, exactly. I, if so I, I lived there, that. I would. I just, I just be at the sports book every day. If I lived there, that's what I would be doing. So, no, nah, I, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Um, but I want to comment on uh, DK uh, Metcalf. I mean, D, D, uh, what is it, DK? When yes, he, you know what his you know what his you know what his first name is? D yeah. Kalen. No, I don't. D Kalen. D E K A Y L I N. That's how you get DK. Oh. How about that? I didn't know that. I didn't either. I just saw it on the internet a minute ago. I'm a hand to God. I had no idea. I just saw it. I thought that was interesting. Anyway, all right, so what about DK Metcalf? He fumbled the ball out of the end zone. The guy looks like a monster, though. He's been playing really well for the Seahawks. He has started to mold into the guy they thought he was going to be. He's like a, a hybrid of T.O. And he's what? Remember that guy, the wide receiver named Boston from Ohio State that was supposed yeah. to be really good but yeah. wasn't? Yeah. He, yeah, he's kind of like that well, guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he's a, he is a combination. Uh, David Boston. Um, yeah, David Boston. David, yeah, yeah. David Boston like a looked like a bodybuilder, not a football player. And, he, and unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, he played like a bodybuilder, not a football player. Most exactly. Of his <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. But let me tell you, DK will never do that again. That has yeah. to be the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened in his life. He will never do that again. Well, it's not the most embarrassing because the stadium was empty. It would have been more embarrassing if everyone would have been laughing at you, right? Because oh, okay, no, yeah. no one was in the yeah. stadium. So if you do it when yeah. the stadium's full and everyone's like pointing and giving cat calls and goofing on you, well, that's really that's the bottom yeah, of the yeah. bill. Yeah. That, that would have been Leon Lett. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, the, all right. The, 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 what, the, what else the you got? Second, what else you got? Thing, the, yeah. The second thing I want to say is uh, Lamar Jackson is nowhere near, nowhere near the guy that people think he is. He, he's not. What, what do you he mean? You think he's, he doesn't have the accuracy. He doesn't yeah. have the arm strength. He doesn't, he, he just doesn't. Lamar well, Jackson is nowhere near. Yeah. Well, it's easy to say that after a game like this. You can, that's called the dog pile. You're piling on here, Dell. You're piling on top. No, of- no, 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 no. <laughs> I was saying, I was saying, I was saying this, I was saying this uh, last year. He's yeah. nowhere near. All right, well, listen, you know, I, he, I, he, I did a whole like, bunch of like, rants. Like a, you, you remember the Steelers quarterback, uh, Cordell Stewart? Yeah, Slash. Yeah, I remember Slash. Yeah. That's who he is. I got you. He All right, well, not- we'll leave it there. I, I got to go. But, you know, I, I was just roasting Lamar Jackson, and then he went out and won the MVP awards. It's hard to roast a guy when he's winning an MVP award. You look like a schmuck. But I, I wouldn't mind if I'm vindicated you know, two, three years from now. We're like, wait a minute, you were actually originally right, and you, you know, what are you, what are you doing? All right, time now for the Who Am I game. Nick Mullins of the 49ers guiding that team's offense to a performance where they never punted or turned the ball over, but they averaged under three yards per carry 
against the Giants. A strange combination. Uh, Nick Mullins guiding the 49ers offense that never punted, didn't turn the ball over, but they averaged under three yards per carry against the Giants. I'm the only other quarterback to guide an offense under those same conditions. Who am I? The answer next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Raccoons, skunks, porcupines, and owls are all nocturnal, but none of them can support our show on social media, so we need your help. Go to facebook.com slash Show and... On Instagram, go to at Ben Maller on Fox, and you can contribute to weekly features such as Ask Ben, Lame Jokes, and more. And now live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And here is the Who Am I game. Nick Mullins guiding the Niners offense. They never punted or turned the ball over. Averaged under three yards per carry against the New York football Giants. I am the only other quarterback to guide an offense under those conditions who am i that is the question what's the answer david who knows where all the good restaurants are in seattle is going with maury amsterdam a very relevant guest we have randall cuttingham guest by our buddy philly rob boy philly rob i i hope you're doing better than the eagles who else do we have ruthless is going with forrest gump as his answer Brian Finley, who used to work here, is going with Tommy Bahama. We got rid of him for tweeting the show so much. Michael Vick, guest by Will. Josh Allen from Jonathan in Delaware. Stony Case tossed out by Bruce. Randy Marsh from Christina in Spokane. She also guessed Scooby Dooby Doo, which is a very popular guess of hers. And Christina and Ed in Spokane up late. And they are Twitter bombing my timeline here with answers. Race Bannon, guessed by Milkman Mike in Colorado. Nick Foles, tossed out by Manic Mike. Uh, that's his answer. Terry in England's going with DK Metcalf's silly name as his uh, selection. Who else do we have? Craig Wheelahan from Chris in Des Moines. Jody, the seasoned fan, is giving us Kenny Stabler as his selection. Clint Longley from Greg, the real estate mogul of Baltimore. Just Josh in Cincinnati checks in with Clint Eastwood as his selection. Keith from NoCal, uh, NorCal, he goes with Kurt Warner as his selection. Do you have an answer there, Eddie, Of course please? I have an answer. What a silly question. It's Dieter Brock. Dieter Brock. Is it Dieter Brock? Is that the... Uh, no. The correct answer from the Chargers, Philip Rivers, back in the day. Actually, it happened the last couple of years. 2019 back in 2017, so two out of the last three years. Philip Rivers. And that leads us into the MLB playoff pick'em on Twip Notes around the majors. And who is going first on this playoff pick'em? Oh, who? Oh, that's right. None other than yours truly. Mr. Baseball. Who? Give me the Biebs. Shane Bieber. Going to shut down that Yankee lineup. Go ahead, Kubaloop. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Lucas Giolito. Wow, it's a tough first pick. Roberto, give me Jose Abreu. Eddie, the back-to-back Eddie. I'll take Kenta Maeda. All right, and let's go with Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt. All right, bad pick by you, Roberto. Give me uh, Giancarlo Stanton. All right, Koopa Loop. I'll go with DJ LeMahieu. I'm going to take, uh, I don't believe he's been picked yet. Jose Abreu, has he been picked? Yes, he's been yeah. picked. Damn it, I wasn't listening. All right, Jose Ramirez of the uh, Indians, and give me Tommy LaStella of the A's. Go ahead, Coop. Bo Bichette. I like Dante better. Roberto. Bro, I'm risking my life. No, don't. No, come on. Don't him. take him. Don't got take him. Bad job by you. He's an enemy of the people. Go ahead, Eddie. Matt Olson. Wow. Wow. Roberto, you did me dirty, Roberto. <laughs> the journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.